Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. We continue our meditations in the manger series with someone who may not appear in your manger scene, but certainly had an impact on the manger scene and all manger scenes, and that's King Herod. Boo! You might think, King Herod? Father Rico, why are we reflecting upon him? Well, I booed there because King Herod could have participated in a positive way in the birth of Jesus, but we boo him because he chose the opposite. Like a sports fan, when the visiting team comes into their arena or their stadium, might boo. You're not booing the individual person. You're booing the fact that they play for the wrong team. And unfortunately, King Herod decided to play for the wrong team. Here you are, as king. King over a people that some like you, others can't stand you. You're in a part of the kingdom in which you may or may not necessarily want to be. There are more desirable places. When you're living your life, all of a sudden, you get these men from this far distant place telling you that they are following a star and this revelation to them that there is this newborn king. Imagine where this might leave you. We understand historically that King Herod was often known as a very insecure person. His decision to wipe out all the children suggests just that. If he was comfortable as king, if he was loved by his people and supported by his troops, this impact should not have been significant. But because the opposite is true, Herod begins to become irrational, emotional, and makes choices that are far from righteous ones. Herod orders the execution of all children, males that is, two years old and younger. Herod becomes obsessed with his power and position in society and is not willing to give it up, no matter what the cost. Imagine the brokenness that Herod must feel. That his position in society is the most important thing for him. And yet, is it? How many of us are like King Herod? Our position in society, our place in our family, our striving for success, for the accumulation of wealth, for others to think well of us. The list can go on and on. How many of us act like Herod? Sometimes out of fear of losing that power or prestige, we make decisions where we have hidden agendas behind them. This execution of these children were not to protect the people. Herod ordered this to be done 
because of his own insecurities. How often are choices made because of our own insecurities? Our inability to get past our ego or to see the bigger picture. To do the right thing because it's too hard. So it's easier to just choose the opposite. King Herod is seen as one of the villains in the story, and rightly so, as he is. Not as an individual, of course, but because of the decisions he has made. May we be reminded, friends, of our need to step back, to not allow ourselves to make decisions based on emotions, but rather, what would God expect of me in this situation? King Herod failed his test. May we not fall into the same traps ourselves. God wants us not to have agendas, not to think of self, and to become so obsessed with the accumulation of success and wealth. Rather, Jesus calls us to be a servant. Jesus calls us to true humility, patience, love, joy. It's easy to pick on King Herod until I look in the mirror and realize I very much am King Herod in many different ways. How can each of us, you and me, work towards being less like King Herod and more like the others in our manger story? Let's not get consumed by the things that are troubling us right now. Let's continue to have perspective on life and make a commitment to God or a renewal of our commitment to God to be holy, to make God choices. And no matter what the consequences might be, even if it is the loss of power, prestige, or other things that we might want, that we're willing to surrender, that if it's up to God and God's will is at hand, then we can trust that God's will will be done. The person of King Herod is a reminder to us of how easy it is to use power, prestige, and wealth to form decisions how can we use them, not out of guilt, after much hard work as a gift from God, but to build the kingdom of God, to build each other up, to look for ways to help alleviate sickness, pain, poverty, etc., etc., etc. Let's not be like King Herod, focusing on me, 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 what I need and the exercising of power in ineffective and inappropriate ways. Let's realize when God gives us power, God gives us prestige, that it is a gift from him and something we should never take for granted. Indeed, God is with us, friends, and that is great news. For God's Playbook, friends, I'm Father Rico, Merry Christmas, God loves you, and so do I. If you like what you hear, 
please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.